blue raspberry lemonade and shit, right? You guys should pour, like, empty out an antifreeze container, like, wash it. Uh, good like wash it really or good. windex does this work with windex yeah, too yeah, spray it in your mouth yeah exactly so put like blue like gatorade <laughs> into a windex bottle just walk down the street just like drinking it <laughs> unscrewing the lid from your windex and just <laughs> drinking it in front of people on the corner oh no i'm fine can we I'm do good. this can we please do this and put it up on the <laughs> vertical view of instagram <laughs> I want to do this really bad. <laughs> I bet you it's like illegal or something. We've developed a code so that we can communicate with each other, even in front of the others, without them knowing what we are saying. When we turn our heads to the left, it means, I love you more than anything in the world. And when we turn our heads to the right, it means, watch out, we're in danger. We had to be very careful in the beginning not to mix up, I love you more than anything in the world with, watch out, we're in danger. When we raise our left arm, it means, I want to dance in your arms. When we make a fist and put it behind our backs, it means, let's fuck. The code grew and grew as time went by, and within a few weeks, we could talk about almost anything without even opening our mouths. Hello, and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 107. Seven. And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. Nice. So nice. On today's episode, we're going to catch up on the films and TV shows we've been watching, as well as the week in film news, uh, Mel Gibson, Suicide Squad 2. What the fuck? What? Way to save that for the news section. <laughs> That's probably just... <laughs> we did it right there. Uh... But we're here to review The Great Wall from director Zhang Yimou. Am I... I, I don't know. Good so to go? I think so. This is the fellow who did Hero uh, and House Flying Daggers. Hero being a super dope Jet Li movie. House of Flying Daggers is actually pretty good, I too. thought Hero's overrated, a little ridiculous. I probably committed some blasphemy there. House of Flying Daggers stars Zhang like Ziyi. I like it. That's all. Yeah, it's sick too. Uh, you can subscribe to all of our episodes on Stitcher. On Stitcher, where else? On Google Play, where else? And on iTunes. What? Or, or on the podcast software of your choice, y'all. I can do whatever I want. What? Mm. Uh, you want to go to iTunes though? You really do. Yes, because five. You're giving us a five star. Okay, five stars. And then what do I do? You Scott? guys aren't ready for this, are you? What What, what should our listeners be doing? I am ready, actually. You're leaving us a review, but you don't have to review the show. What you should do is give us your best recipe. And, f and it's a recipe for what? It is a recipe for scratch burgers. What? Because everybody Ooh. has their own twist on, on the burger. You know, like they throw in a little secret ingredient 
or maybe a not-so-secret ingredient, but everybody makes them their own personal way. How do you make yours, listeners? Okay. Send them to us. Yeah, that's good. You throw an extra egg in there. Yeah, I I actually, you know what I love? And I'm going to share it with you, listeners. You love I love Cannibal Cafe. You, well, oh my god! Yeah, that's that's not really <laughs> that is not what I was going to say, <laughs> but that is the best burger in the world, the Korean barbecue burger at the Cannibal, Cannibal Cafe, Cafe on Commercial Drive in East Vancouver or downtown on Granville. Apparently, haven't had theirs, but probably just as good. Vertical but, view and coming at you ad free. Yes, um, yet again, no, no. crumble up. You can take your pick. One of two cereals is going to be crumbled into your. Can it be Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch? No, it's going to be either Frosted Flakes or it's going to be Honey Nut Cheerios. Ooh, Frosted Flakes. For a really interesting and fun take. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I can see the Honey Nut. Crumble up the Honey Nut Cheerios. Instead of breadcrumbs or to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. This is out of control right now. Wow. Yeah, you'll thank me later. Are Are you actually serious? Put Frosted Flakes or Cinnamon Toast Crunch in your hand. Not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you maniac. I'm out of here. You said Golden Grams. You people! (laughs) Blasphemy. (laughs) Listen, there's two that you're allowed to use. No. You can do whatever you want. Tell me what you do. Fruit Loops would be interesting. Leave it in that box on iTunes, right (sighs) underneath where you've clicked the five stars. Tell us what cereal to use in our burger patties, man. Or yeah. what other weird shit? Try them out. Shit, this corn, is corn crazy. pops would actually be pretty good too. This is a, this is a revelation, guys. Uh, That's all I'm thinking about now. Go to our website. It's verticalviewing.com. Do it up. You can uh, check out the PayPal link and stuff like that. We really hope that you do. Mm-hmm. What happens if you check out the PayPal link? Well, I don't know. It brings you to PayPal. <laughs> what do you What do you do? <laughs> you can. Could you, you leave some PayPal for there? Can there for us? Just like take a big handful of shekels, throw it at the screen. Uh, you just have to wade through the lemon meringue internet that hmm. um, that we're gonna shove into no, your no. what? We take Dogecoin. Oh, we finally do. Mm, nice. Okay. We signed up for. All kidding aside, idiots. <laughs> uh, PayPal is the way that we keep this show rolling. So if you want to help us keep the lights on and offset the cost of seeing movies, putting on the show, click the PayPal. We link. accept all donations, oh big God. and small. It's and good we stuff. appreciate. Every single penny. It's in I Cana- made that rhyme. Did it, you hear It's that? in Canadian dollars, so it's really nothing at this point. Still shit. Our economy is really good. Exchange rate, I'm sure. <laughs> thanks, Obama. Oh, thanks, Trump. Yeah. Right? Okay. What? Thanks, Donnie. <laughs> you can send your thoughts and recommendations <laughs> to our email address. It's verticalviewing at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit us on Twitter at verticalviewing, on Instagram at verticalviewing. Things are really getting lit up. Up Bam. on the old Instagram. Yeah. It's just hectic Exploding. with all this activity. We do need some comics for the Great Wall. I don't know if you guys... I try, I honestly tried a few sketches, and I just couldn't get Willem Dafoe's face right on the side of the wall. Just draw a skull and put skin on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like most people's faces. You're kind of right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, that's, can, that's basically <laughs> every face. Yeah. You, you can also visit me on Letterboxd if you like. Scott Wilson. Just search my name. I'm going to start one of those this week. You guys, you guys should all get into it. It's you a have fan- to spell Scott a little bit. It's there's, Well, you spell it the way it sounds. There is two L's. Right. Letterboxd, super fun site if you want to log movies and keep track of what you see and what you want to see. Um, what you thought of what you've watched don't just don't just live in the world of netflix everybody don't just think that netflix is all of the movies that exist because you can add any movie to your watch list on letterboxd 
and then it'll tell you where it's available. Seek it out rather than just living in that pretty awesome. small community of Netflix. Mm. Netflix takes stuff off all the time. Like it's I'm super and they try to cater to you so you're man, not seeing all I'm the super unhappy they options. got rid of happy endings. You have all these like cool relationships and, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends with the Netflix world and then they move away and they didn't even tell you. It's uh I don't know what you're talking about. That's a strange about. analogy. No? That's not it. <laughs> Guys, uh, you um, lost me. But let's get back to it. I watched something on Netflix. See my segue. Saved the entire show. Well you done. Don't this go is anywhere. All thanks to anybody. Scott. Uh, I watched The Wailing. The Wailing on Netflix. That's this is a movie about catching belugas. It is not or it's screaming babies. Wailing like oh, screaming and shit. Not wailing like wailing. South Korean horror film. You can see my notes of. You oh, were so, scared, so taking man. a beating here. You took, yeah. you watched a horror movie? It's a two and a half hour South Korean horror movie. South Korean movies are dope. And as usual, you got some horror comedy. You get it. You weird, get all kinds of melodrama weird mixture happening. This movie does get intense. Don't think it's a comedy, but uh, the wailing. Uh, what is this about? <clears throat> it's I, um, a, a screaming. A bumbling cop in South Korea uh, is trying to solve a series of strange murders. A Japanese man has shown up in town. What's he doing in South Korea? Yeah, it's hey, just, we don't... Th- I mean, when I say we, I mean us, South Koreans. Maybe. I don't know if there's mm. this message about xenophobia here. Maybe. He's a ghost. What? Yeah. And the film opens on That's this... That's not a spoiler. Can everybody no, see no, him? The film opens on this idea that like, it opens on some quotes about ghosts and how they don't have physical form. And mm. um, Yeah, this in the trailer, this guy's with the red eyes and stuff. He's a terrifying dude that will hunt you down. There's some mixture of like zombie stuff in here. Undead. Um, it's how scary. It's it's really scary. The last thirty minutes though uh-huh. are a glorious fiery train wreck. Oh, uh, okay. This movie goes off the rails oh, in no. an insane way, and I'm not even sure I understand what is even happening in the last <laughs> thirty minutes of this movie. All right. It's a super super slow burn, but it's fucking. T- like terrifying the whole way i haven't i haven't watched a movie for a long time that i had absolutely no idea what was coming next right like it's it's often really nice to to watch something and have you don't even know where this is going at all and the weird beats that this thing hits of like fucked up rituals and buddhist things and it feels like a true detective kind of it's super weird vibe going on and hmm. Um, how much like it sounds like you're describing like two different movies like how much of the movie is just what is this and how much where you're like oh this is the horror movie it's 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 this bumbling cop character his daughter becomes sick um and and everyone in town believes that it might be related to this japanese ghost dude who's come to town um and it's about sort of navigating this mystery but what it ends up being and who this ghost guy is is super fucking weird and it's insane. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, is it worth watching? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, because piqued my interest. This yeah. movie has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Like, what? This thing is amazing and I, I honestly can't get it out of my head. Um, I have some problems again with the last 30 minutes because they're fucking insane and i don't think they make any sense and i think i see a lot of people online agreeing with that but now is you, it that I, they don't make sense or that it's confusing it or feels, like is there some cultural issue here no it, it, it i don't know what the storytelling is doing it feels like a donnie darko situation where 
Is it like a 2001 it was type thing where you're like I, the, the star child and you're like, no, don't know what you're seeing? No, it's, it's, there's so much weird shit happening at the end. I want to watch it so this. bad right I have now. to see this. Uh, there's too many moving parts. The Wailing. The Wailing. What year is this film from? 2016. Tw- like, just came out. I think it's South Korea's nomination for Best Foreign Film at the Oscars. Oh, cool. Th- this wow. Thing's, this thing's okay. amazing. Um, it, it, it is a bit overly complex, and there's a bit too many characters, um, a bit too many moving parts. But that's, How long is it? It's two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Sorry. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a kicker, but The Wailing is sick. Um, All right, I want to watch it now. You said it was on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Canadian Netflix. Did you watch anything else that was that good? Um, what else did you watch? I, I want you guys to see this so I know what the hell the okay, end yeah, of the movie we'll, okay. we'll reconvene. I don't, I don't know what this movie is about, but I watched something else. Yeah, what, 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 what? Quickly, I watched Adaptation again. Because... You gotta love it, right? Just awesome. Yeah, why not? Why it not did, watch a 10 out of 10 Didn't, once didn't you just watch that... L- not long ago as well i might have i don't think it held up as well um i don't know I, I haven't seen it in a while i don't uh, think it I might, it might have just come up on the show eight it feels Seven? like in conversation it, it feels like it's a sort of a college dorm room oh, movie where it's check out this movie it'll blow your fucking mind dude so it's nicholas cage donnie Twins. darko no adaptation <laughs> it, it is the well, same I know. As, yeah. <laughs> same phenomenon um yeah, adaptation. Check it out. Nicholas Cage, weird meta shit. He's you, writing. Yeah. He's writing the script that you're watching. If and, you haven't seen it ever, it's one of those that you should. And he's playing Charlie Kaufman, who's a real guy, and it's he he plays Donald Kaufman, who doesn't exist, but also got nominated for an Academy Award, which was kind of cool. Wait, Donald Kaufman got nominated? Yes, who isn't real? Like in in the Academy Awards. Like nomination list of Charlie and Donald Kaufman for adaptation because in the credits for the movie it says Donald. That's Kaufman. what it says. Yeah. <laughs> so they nominated a uh, fictional person. That's amazing. Um, but I did watch a fucking dope movie. Have I heard of this? No, yeah. probably not. What is it? This is a documentary directed by Kirsten Johnson. It's called Camera Person. Have you guys heard of this movie? Never. This is some powerful stuff, man. Ooh. <sighs> It she's a she's a documentary um, cinematographer, and she's putting together her memoirs of her twenty year career so far. Or okay, has she done any like anything major works that it, we'd it, know? Yeah, yeah. It's it lists them all at the end. She's done some Michael Moore movies. Like she's done, uh, I think some Errol Morris movies. Like she's done some legitimate documentaries, uh, and just operating like as a B roll uh, camera operator. So if you don't know what B roll is. It's like footage that you would use to splice in the narration. It's filler yeah. for a documentary, right? When you're watching a documentary, you kind of have you have to have something to cut to while you're interviewing. Some beautiful landscapes. Yeah, the interviews are dictating, and you have stuff to cut to. So she has 20 years of footage of just shot all over the world. The whole movie is just a series of of B-roll clips. That are like it'll say like Kiev, Ukraine, and then you'll just have a lady washing her clothes, hmm. and then you'll cut to like a, a Nigeria. It's like a midwife who's like resuscitating a baby that she's just pulled out of a woman who, you know, like it's almost a stillborn. That is just crazy. It, it's just is cutting with between all of these little with voiceover none. It, it it's literally showing B roll clips. It's it's imagine so if it's you, just her entire career summed up through B roll. 
with no narration, just just literally like the title card of where it was shot, and then just a, a clip of what she shot in the last. It might have been in the eighties, nineties, two thousands. How long are these little clips? Maybe a, a minute or two each, and it just keeps cutting between. And 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 what this becomes is this sort of like portrait of like the human experience it sounds like you're describing huh. something very similar to like baraka it, or kleona scotsi it is um without music overlaid without all the right, drama yeah. of that you yeah. know without all the pageantry of one of yeah, those a lot of that is made dramatic through sped up the footage music yeah, yeah right? you're doing time lapses yeah yeah uh, this is a lot more raw. You're just literally watching some. It's so intimate, man. You're you're going into someone's computer and just sort of looking at all of their files. You're just going over this person's work. It, it it's really moving. Hmm. It's like watching the screensaver on her MacBook Pro. Yeah, but it's all it's all it's not just someone's shitty. Yeah, she's a she's <laughs> yeah. like a, a wicked artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're in Nigeria, Bosnia, New York City, Yemen, Wyoming, Guantanamo Bay, Sudan, like all of these crazy places. Wow. Um, and and you just sort of zoom out and you get this, you feel the human experience, the human mosaic. Oh man, like they go to Penn State at one point after the whole scandal there, and people are crying, crying. in the stands wow. at the football game and. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, it's just the roller coaster of being alive on Earth, boys. Sounds heavy. So it's just this, yeah. Like there's nothing else. That's all it is. And and they're just and then roll credits. How long is it? It's about an hour and forty, hour okay. and thirty five. Wow. Yeah, it, it's cool it's idea. Eh? Really yeah. moving, guys. Check out Camera Person. How can I check it out? On the internet, uh, downloaded by legal means, of course. I think it's streaming it's on, on VOD and iTunes stuff. and VOD. Cool. Okay. Guys, camera man. camera person, camera person, all one word. Kirsten Johnson, uh, yeah, it, it kind of focuses on a little harsh stuff like pain, suffering, genocide, uh, lands torn apart by conflict. But I guess oh, that's it's not just picnics and rainbows. It's, no, it's it's everything, man. Oh. Look at the bunnies, yeah. fluffy. What do you guys got for me? Um, I have very little, so I I just watched. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Okay. Oh, what? I haven't heard of this film. <clears throat> a film that you gave a ten out of ten to back in December twenty fifteen. As of the, I stand by my ten out of ten. So this rewatch went okay for you. Oh man, I love this movie. <laughs> like I know, I know that they're just repackaging old ideas. Um, but I'm, I, I'm a sucker, man. This, this thing. It's still well done. It. it it's so good. It's an entertaining um, flick. It is so much fun. Doesn't the movie sort of hit a brick wall when you get the weird uh, blob monster on Han Solo's ship? Do you know what? It loses I was a paying of attention to that. You see, so you think so? Well, I think it loses some momentum, but then finds its way again. I did not find it as jarring. This time around. I I remember deflating in my seat. I remember the first 45 minutes of the movie, my jaw was on the floor. And this was one of the most perfect movies I had ever seen in my life. Like, just every beat was... It's pretty early in the movie, though. Pitch perfect, right? And then we get to this J.J. Abrams Cloverfield beast that's just sucking up dudes. Well, what... Which... Oh, man. Which which, uh, original film does Luke fight the... um, uh, the, the Rancor? Rancor? The Rancor. Oh, that's, that's Return of the Jedi, Jedi. the, the right. best one. So, I mean, 
That's some weird shit. <clears throat> yeah, okay. We can do cool, we can do more tentacly weird shit now with our special effects. So like are we kind of obligated to do the tentacly thing? It just was really cheesy and it kind of yeah. is a, is an easy monster, right? <laughs> so but it it taps into my inner like D&D nerd cuz <laughs> Damn. Damn. We shouldn't be doing that in a Star Wars movie. What? But why not? It's a fantasy movie. Yeah, okay, man. fine. Dungeon Planet. We digress. Get with it. Red. The Force <laughs> Awakens. So good. 10 it, out of 10. Love it. But you all know that I'm biased. It, so. it will remain. Mm-hmm. It's the, so good. The goat. I periodically watch it from time to time. Like even You can I'll, just throw it on. If I'm cooking dinner or something, yeah. I'll go to a specific part just to watch that section. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I, I agree with you. That's, that's yeah. a great Kylo call. Ren is like scary it's cool when he's yeah the fact that he i don't understand the the criticism that he got being all emo and stuff the fact that he is unhinged made him way scarier to yeah. me yeah and poe the when poe cracks that line at the beginning of the movie i oh my god I, <laughs> what line? who talks so, first <laughs> when, yeah he okay. like has him on the ground and poe's like so who talks first do you talk first or do i talk first <laughs> like come on that's brilliant yeah, comedy that, that's more earnest that's a more earnest moment than you had in any of the prequels oh, like, put together he, right like george lucas never dreamed of including anything like that no, he couldn't even get he wouldn't ever even make his com- his actors comfortable enough to give that kind of performance his head was way too far up his own ass to hear any kind <laughs> of line like that what else you got man that's it okay that's, wow, that's that's good for me, man. Yeah, that's, a, that's I, a good watch. I tried to watch a couple other things, but I you was too return. tired and you fell will return. asleep. So, yeah, so I watched a few things. Uh, so I checked out the Lobster. You finally. hadn't seen this. I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, we went to see this uh, at VIF. Yeah, I, I we loved. It. I didn't do that. I didn't like it nearly as much as you guys. No, did. I. Uh-huh. I found it ridiculously cynical. I, oh, it is. Did, did you find it hilarious? To a fault. No. Uh, well. No. Any of it? No. Well, I, I, I thought it was a very interesting premise, and I was entertained for the first little bit, but... The premise here being, if you, in this alternate reality, if you don't find a mate by age 40, I believe, or 35, then you... It's illegal. Like, you have to go, well, you go to jail. You, you are you, forced to this, you know, these hotel facilities to find someone in 30 days lest you become turned into an animal of your choice forever. It was an interesting examination of the lengths people go to for companionship. That's what it's about. But it it really, like, I am not that cynical a person. Like, it comes across as this filmmaker just did not have success in any relationships <laughs> in their life. So it was this dreary uh, meditation on the whole thing. Yeah. And it is a bit too simplistic, right? With just, oh, my nose bleeds and so does yours. So then we're yeah, well, we're compatible. I mean, or is that a comment well, well, on but, how stupid? Well, that's the compatibility. Like, how, how hard and how absurd it is that we look for these similarities in a mate. Like we we need to have that something in common. Uh, so I, like I got that. I enjoyed some of this film, but I. Yeah, did you what? I mean, did you find some humor in it at all? Or? I did. Yeah, like I. I I laugh pretty hard actually at the end when he goes to the bathroom to like don't bl- uh, do stuff. There's some yeah, spoilery um, stuff there. But I couldn't get over the direction that they went with this film to make it completely surreal and not none of the none of the cast is they're not people, they're not characters, they're just there to go through the motions. Like 
I remember like there was one moment for me that felt memorable that was shocking was when uh, the the character the the woman character the huntress when she um does something to the brother Colin Farrell's brother character Oh yeah yeah I found that like that totally surpri- I was like did not see it coming and it totally changed the film as I watched it when that Oh scene no that was happened. that was intense uh that caught me caught me a little off guard Yeah I think I just wanted a little more characterization cuz there's some there but everything is so shallow, and I know that's on purpose because none of the people, none of the actors, are talking like regular people would. Like yeah, nothing, nothing, weird, in, eh? nothing in this is even remotely real. Um, yeah, what world is this, right? Which I think lost me a little along the way. It, it yeah, is it a just, bit un. Yeah, in okay. that sense, it doesn't. It is a bit alienating. Uh, yeah, inaccessible. Well, and, and and again, don't get me wrong. I rec- I appreciated the sh- the way this film was constructed. I thought the performances were good. I just wasn't sure I liked the material that I was watching. So, it's just not for me. Mm. Okay, I, I, res- yeah. I respect that you really like it. Uh, it's yeah, just, just I couldn't get into it, it. it. I found myself laughing at the darkest shit in this movie. Like, there's a scene in this where a woman falls out of a window and she's lying on the pavement and she keeps screaming and interrupting the dialogue of the scene you're trying to watch and just you're like, ah, ah, and, and it it becomes so darkly funny that that, that the actors are like or the characters can't. You know what I mean? They're getting stopped in their dialogue because this, there's this woman dying on the pavement next to you and it, that, that's funny now? It's fucked. Yeah, it's a weird movie for sure. It's one it's, of the hardest so, to recommend. To, do, do you know you, what I mean? How did you walk away from it? Like, do you recommend people watch this? Or um, well, you know what? I say give it a watch because you never know if you're... I didn't like it per- particularly, but you might. I think um, the performances, like Colin Farrell is unbelievable in the movie so it is worth a watch it's from wor- Mike. it's worth a watch just go in knowing it might not be your cup of tea because it's very unique it's something yes. that should be viewed yeah you got to know yeah. it's different yeah and i think a lot of put it on i think a lot of how do i put this a lot of more traditional movie watchers might find it hard to see movies where the characters there's no quote-unquote regular people in the movie anywhere, right? Like, Yeah, you're not given like a relatable everyman necessarily. I remember my parents back in the day hated Ace Ventura because uh, you never got to see what this character was really like. Like from the, be- from the beginning to the end, he was always a fucking clown shoe. You know what I mean? Like you never had him break character. I loved that movie. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but that's just who he is. But there were straight people that he played off of. With mm-hmm. this, everybody is in this strange world, uh, and they're, the way they speak is so stilted. There's no emotion in it. Yeah, um, yes, there's there's no central, and there's no there's nothing to fix yourself to as a central character that's relatable. Well, and that's really. and that's why I f- say I find it extremely cynical is because it's the meditation on the lengths we go for companionship, but it removed emotion from it completely. For the most part, like everyone was suppressing God, the scene where they're making out on the couch is so funny. <laughs> but isn't that the only way to recognize the the ridiculous nature of these actions? Because if you involve the emotion in it, then that you know, then you we can't mock you because when you're emotional, uh, nothing is ridiculous. You know, like you can't fault someone for acting funny. If they're in love, yeah. but if you take that out of it... And that's what those people who live in the forest are doing, right? They're sort of 
uh, rejecting love almost and and companionship and stuff like well, that. They're, they're rejecting being forced into the companionship. Yeah. Yeah, they're um, looking for true love. And I, I mean, we don't have to dwell on this. No, they're not. Too they're much. not even doing that because that's a forbidden. Yeah, the, yeah. They're they're just in this world. They don't want to be forced into having a partner, which means on the other end of the scale, they can't have a partner because hmm. they've got the whole the red kiss. If you're caught kissing, uh, they cut your lips. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. It's fucked up. I mean, this is partially why the movie. I think. It isn't necessarily just about this lobster society. That's one thing I have, I think I'll knock against the movie. It's like, it's called The Lobster. But it's actually about the hotel. It, no, it's it's you about know? the world. It's not about the hotel, though. You you think going into this, oh, this is going to be about the workings of this hotel and how you get turned into an animal. And that's basically oh, right. like the first yeah, no. 40 minutes. Most of the movie is about this forest society that's actually rejecting this system. And... Well, I, I think that might like the the movies isn't actually about it's what about, you think it's you know well, what I mean and I found that actually to be the most interesting and compelling part huh. what were the forest people because they're rejecting it but still within this universe that the film created they're following their own ridiculous standards of what companionship and yeah, it's no different it's no different than how ridiculous it's not yeah, free exactly. the hotel system so, is so I, I enjoyed that part of the film yeah very much okay. um, uh, and so I also watched. There's an anime on Netflix called Seven Deadly Sins, which is just ridiculous. It always shows up in my recommended. It's, it's about uh, seven holy knights in this fantasy world that went rogue, the legend goes, and killed a bunch of the holy knights. And like one holy knight is supposed to be the equal of a hundred soldiers and then left the kingdom. And they like they were branded criminals, but really they're the good guys. So it follows their adventures. Uh, I was like, okay, you know what? This isn't bad to watch. It's classic anime ridiculousness because one of them is like five stories tall um okay and it's a kaiju shit kind of well no no she's a five like a 50 foot woman okay okay um and so it said season two coming february 17th so i was like okay sweet all right i'll watch season two this is more of a disclaimer than a review of season two it's not season two it's four episodes from like an original animation uh, special that they did leading into season oh, two, which is oh, they they faked you which, out, which isn't even out in Japan yet. So this is really just me going on record complaining about Netflix and how they label shit. This isn't mm. season two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I went online and a bunch of people are pissed because they were getting all ready. A bunch of people watched the oh, first season that's, again. That's really weak. And like so, and then they get season four two episodes. parties and stuff. No, but don't Netflix is like driving up. You know, yeah, it's like watch all all of season two's episodes now. Four of them, great. Oops, thank you very much. Sorry about the bait and switch, everybody. Um, but also on Netflix, I watched uh, the entirety of season one of the Santa Clarita Diet. Nice, I finished it too, but I wasn't going to bring it up. Um, well, you should. Yeah, man, oh. why not? Because uh, you'd mentioned it before, but I watched the whole thing, and I got to say, I I was thoroughly entertained. Right? No way. It's yeah. really funny. The, the, Come on. the writing and the acting is all really good. Timothy Oliphant, in particular nails his oh, role and what how about when loki sings cat stevens oh my god <laughs> what so so good they handle like it is pretty gory but only for a couple of episodes really and just short moments and, and really short moments drew barrymore's acting talent 
is god awful. Well, yeah, she's not so great, um, but she's not bad in this. That fits the character. Yeah, like she's a she plays a, an undead woman. Uh, so that's okay, but really, it's everyone around her that sells this show. Like Timothy Oliphant, as I said before, just nails being this husband in Santa Clarita that works with his uh, wife as a realtor. Although they say realtor, is that realtor? See, I say realtor, but they they in the show say realtor. What, I, I I must say I'm not I don't didn't hear that. Guys, what is realty? You know, selling real, real estate. estate. <laughs> just real. Realtors sell real estate. Um, I know, but like, what why, is real? It, yeah. What is real? <laughs> but just his hmm. his delivery. <laughs> Good question. Of all of his lines in these absurd situations, like, the writing is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. No way. It's everything that they say is so good and uh they're like 16 year old geeky neighbor kid that helps oh, them out he's the best the son of the is he is is he he's the son they of live between two i didn't mention this two but cops they live between two police officers uh one of them is a sheriff's department and one of them is a like local Santa Clarita cop. cop and the and the one the sheriff is a total dick oh oh yeah and hate and like you know, they go out in the morning and they're all getting in their cars and like Drew Barrymore and Oliphant are getting in and the guy walks over and he's like, hey, fuckers, what's up? And like the other cop walks out and he's like, hey, you pussy. Oh, no. What's going on down at the pussy shop? Oh, shit. Who, and he's like, what? We're, we're cops. Who like, plays this guy? He's, I haven't oh, seen him before. Shit. I, I, I've seen him before, but I can't remember his mm-hmm. name. Um, he's a, you just hate him immediately. Um, but their daughter, I don't, I don't know the actress's name, is super good as well. Just did processing the fact that her mom is now undead and that her parents are killing people and like uh, stumbling across weird shit and having to act normal at and strange so, times well and, and so she just acts out in a typical teen well not quite typical but you know when you have poor role models yeah. and things don't seem to matter anymore you're gonna act out and and they do a really good job of that so i would i would recommend okay. checking it it's, out it sounds like it's pretty it's Boom. It's pretty bubblegummy popcorn fun stuff. Yeah, I, I would say that. Like, that, that's a pretty good description, but it does that well. Like, it knows what it is, like the, and it yeah. commits. Totally. I, I feel like at this point, like, Netflix is designing shows to be watched, like, at certain... Vertically? To well, be viewed vertically? But also, like, this is what you watch on a Sunday afternoon when it's raining. Bam. Netflix There you go. Like, yeah. they, they have engineered it to, like, a science where they know... Like what mood you're in and shit. Almost. Well, and this works well because it's ten episodes and they're half hour shows, like twenty six minutes. Or Digestible, something. Mm-hmm. So just like human flesh. So it's good. I didn't watch it all in one sitting. I think I did it in three total. Um, yeah, we did was, three or four, which was perfect. Okay. I might get to it. I just don't. I really don't like Drew Barrymore. She's talentless. You know, every uh, as I said, everyone else in the show is great. Okay. So Timothy Oliphant probably would make out with him. He, he's, he's this is he this is a real departure from his normal character like you know he's normally a really uh, a tough guy, self-confident usually. sort of badass or or sort of asshole type guy yeah, yeah. in this he's like the nicest dad nice. he's so button up he's such a good husband you know like <laughs> and the jokes are when he's getting exasperated when he has to do shit that he doesn't really want to do and he's just like okay honey I'll go put a guy in the freezer. Well, like, and so, so this, <laughs> all, of this all of the stuff oh that's happening, okay. <laughs> all the stuff that's happening brings up arguments. And so they deal with them as a married couple. Like they talk it out. They, they, yeah. but it, 
They like barter with each other. And, the subject okay. matter makes she's, it. She's hornier as a zombie, by Jesus the way. Jesus Christ! Okay, you guys got me on. Yeah. This. Okay. Okay. Check it out. Look, like really, the subject matter makes it hilarious because it's this real. So bananas, though. Real Undead are driven purely by their id. So her character is okay. very interesting to follow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Watch it. That's all I got. That's a line <laughs> no, from the lovable neighbor nerd guy. As soon as you said she wants more sex, I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's always drinking smoothies um, that may or may not contain guys. There is guys. There's there's one piece of news. There's there's only one, and I don't even know if it qualifies. Mel Gibson's on on deck to direct Suicide Squad two. I'd say that's pretty newsworthy. Any thoughts? It's a big deal, right? He it's, says he really wants. He says he wants to do it. Why? So, okay, this is this is awesome for. The same reason that um, Hacksaw Ridge has some awesome stuff, but this also why I hated Hacksaw Ridge. So, like, Hacksaw Ridge... Oh, shit. ...was, like, that just terrible first half about the, like... I don't know. I don't remember what how you described it. It's a Hallmark. Yeah. Hallmark it's TV movie. TV movie, yeah. Yeah, just terrible. But then we have insanely awesome action sequences right but if you can do that hallmarky bullshit that is perfect for a like a for dc a comic, comic book movie, book movie. Okay. Yeah. you know like you need to be able to juxtapose those like moments of uh normalcy you in know, the home mel gibson would be good at directing a sin city movie see i want to see because mel gibson i think is a great director yeah he he can do a damn good job and I want to see him on a project that he can't force feed me his religious dogma. Say what you want about Mel Gibson, the son of a bitch, no story structure. <laughs> uh. So I'd like to see what he does with Suicide Squad 2, unless it ends up being more religious. It's, it's, it's a juicy bit, isn't it? It's weird, but kind of cool. This like, could be the shot in the arm that the DC Universe needs. Couldn't this be... Like it could they, they action would, imagine the action sequences. Well, it would be rated R too, right? Like I mean Logan is gonna absolutely smash. Logan is I think people are ready for Logan. But no, the the early reviews for it are saying this is one of the best comic book movies ever. Well, Some saying the director wants to do an X twenty three spin off. But I think rated R comic book movies are gonna be this is, Thank you, Deadpool. Thank you. The norm? Yes. Outside of the D, the MCU, I think it's everything else to be rated R now. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds, you magnificent son of a bitch. Um Yes, God's no gift. Respect to your mother. No, he's a fucking yeah. He's a god among men. He's he's like that guy that you know we can openly say bad Deadpool, <laughs> good Deadpool. <laughs> um, guys, should we jump off some weird little uh, diving boards with uh, crazy bungee like cords? Like hula hoop co- bungee cords? No, sticking weird. little pikes into giant igu- spears, iguana eyeballs. They 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 just all about sticking it in the eye. Right? No, no, no. The crane squad. Was all women because they were lighter. We can't do that. Be it, real, it, guys. Oh, yeah, they, can't, they couldn't hold us up. It's yeah. the Crane Core. The crane Core. You're right. The, the Crane Squad. The Great Wall. Coming up.
You'll never get what you want from this. You think they see you as some kind of hero? A man of virtue? Maybe you can fool them. But I know what you are. You know what you are. A thief? A liar? And a killer. And you can never undo the things you have done. And you will never be anything. Good to see you again, amigo. So that was a clip from The Great Wall. European mercenary searching for black powder become embroiled in defense of the Great Wall of China against a horde of monstrous creatures. Shit. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, the Great Wall is directed by Zhang Yimou, and it stars Matt Damon, Tian Jing, Willem Dafoe, Andy Lau, and Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. As Tovar. Kind of a useless dude. Everyone in this <laughs> whole... He was the best character in the movie, though. Um, so this this one, this one's a little weird. We're reviewing a Chinese film that is marketed sort of towards an American audience. Well, yeah, is that fair to say? To, to put two they're Western do, guys They're in the doing leads. what the U.S. has started to do. It's interesting. In that they're, they're making the film for their home audience... So it will have different sensibilities from the Western film, but they're also throwing some big names in there to make it international to get this sweet, sweet U.S. money uh, and to ensure that that American audiences digest it a little easier well, and to confuse everybody on how to be <clears throat> outraged about the fact that uh, the white savior, white savior is going on and there's a white lead. But this is not a Hollywood film. It's interesting. It's a Chinese-made movie. Uh, I saw um, a, someone on Reddit said, in it, on this topic, they said, it's actually a Chinese superiority propaganda movie disguised as a white savior movie to bring in a Western audience. I don't see it. So it, in a way, it's sort of trying to trick the American audience into thinking that the white man saves the day again, which he kind of does, kind of doesn't. But kind of does <laughs> also China's super awesome and like figured out how to do this a lot of times already and will continue to figure out how to do it without Matt Damon. Yeah, right. Is yeah. that it's it's a very sort of schizophrenic message or something or I I, I don't I, know. I don't think that that's really a consideration. I think that that's thinking too deep into this and that it's just a goofy dragon. It's the dragons are weird. Like <laughs> you remember Nosy. That, like, music video. Yeah, the crystal the, method. Yeah, these are the dragon versions of Nosy. Yeah, they're so weird looking. They're all nose. Oh, oh my fucking God. bizarre. So weird. The, Who came up with that? Really the, nice crystal. I couldn't get over it. Really nice crystal method drop on the show. Thank you for that. Yeah, the if you haven't seen that shoulder. video, check it out. <laughs> why, why, why does shooting them in the eyes on their shoulders... It's the only weak spot. Well, why bro? does that kill them? It's the only weak spot. They're like super tough skin. <laughs> it's a uh, crystal, crystal method. <laughs> that's that's the name of the game. Well, no, see, yeah. physiologically, I understand when you're shooting something in the eye... Because the brain is directly behind it, but their yeah. their eyes are on their shoulders. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing it's directly behind them. It's all brain. 
And they're just inside of that nose bit? I don't know what's going on there. Okay, let's let's crack this one open. Hollow. Red. <laughs> I, I think I smell a lot of venom coming your from you here. You you it does not seem that you enjoy yourself with the Great Wall. Well, I just had a really bizarre experience this whole way around. I'm going to post a video of uh, what the trailers looked like. Uh, I'll share that on the Vertical Viewing Instagram. Um, also, they didn't tell me that it was in 3D, so <laughs> nobody gave me any glasses. So then I had to go back out. and What? Get... That's so, like, complete... was not in a great place wow. for the start of this movie. Um and then it was just kind of like... Did you ask management? Silly. Uh, just silly. I have a question here, though. Yeah. Uh, how many people were in your theater? Uh, we're going to say less than 10. Oh, we had like 40 or so. We had a decent amount. Yeah. No, this was a... This is... I mean, the theater... I, I, it's, I don't think this is abnormal for the theater. Um, but this experience was particularly sour for me. <laughs> uh, so this may have colored the film a little bit um i just think it's silly um it's really shallow i don't think there's anything here i think it was pretty in some spots Mm -hmm. but like it was really uh sort of unbelievably simplistic in how it had the wall defending against this sort of narrow valley like this one specific we're talking about a wall that stretches fifty five hundred miles you know and and yet in the movie it seems like it's just protecting against this one valley that from the one green mountain in the distance. It, it looks like it's it's the actual path of the meteor that that brought these beasts to Earth, and the creatures are stuck in this ravine. That, ravine that has yeah, like what? Um, what? That makes little sense to me. <laughs> but yeah. uh, a couple problems. But they're they're sort of they're they're trying to hide this right. They don't want the world to know. So what better way than you know, we need this couple kilometer long wall to build a fifty five hundred mile long wall. Nothing to do with barbarians. No, no one will have any idea where what they're actually trying to protect from. And what's with the black powder secrecy business? Like, I thought that that whole subplot was actually kind of decent. Well, that's where I can see the propaganda coming from, right? Like a lot of people uh, in the West don't realize how much of a contribution China has had to modern technology. Probably because in the last couple centuries they fell out of the limelight, um, but like the, their creation of gunpowder and things like that—that that was a nice way to show that they were technologically superior at the time. So that's a bit of a propaganda move, but it's also not untrue. Yeah, like, I, I, up, I until, up until the 16th century, arguably China was one of the most powerful empires in the world, easily. The only yeah. the only reason there wasn't a conflict between the Roman Empire and the Chinese Empire is because of geography. And that would have been really interesting to see how that went down. How about the uh, wonderful character? Um, I, what was he? Was he supposed to be some kind of uh, like monk or who? Willem Dafoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willem. Sorry. No, he was a mercenary that wasn't allowed to leave, and I don't know why they kept him around because he didn't have a use on the wall, and he was just a oh. slimy guy that was just waiting for his first chance to leave. I just answered my own question. <laughs> That—that's how Commander Lin learned how to speak English. So they kept him around probably as an interpreter until they could communicate with people all of the mercenaries yeah. that kept showing up trying so to that, get their that, black that's, powder that's willem dafoe's only purpose in the movie he's taught some of them english and as uh my buddy craig said you could remove him from the film 
and nothing would change. Yeah, <laughs> it's rare that that can happen with a character, right? Like it, films usually are economical because they're all on a tight budget and they'll cut shit that really doesn't do anything. And but it's you a, have a it, big name here, and and he does nothing. Yeah, why is he present? I don't know. Again, like, probably to pull in an American Hollywood audience. dollars, yeah. But it's Willem Dafoe. Like, no, yeah, how no, much did they pay him? No offense to him, but... He needed a new garage. So so you, did, you didn't... Yeah, his lease payments were... Probably a nice penny on this one. So what I got from you here is that you didn't get much out of this film. It was... I mean, I ate a whole bag of uh, Swedish berries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got so, a few extra calories. And- but I didn't finish the popcorn, so it's not even that great of a popcorn flick. Okay, okay. Fuck. I, I had a much Shots better time. Fired. I had a much better time than you. We we saw it together, mm-hmm. and right at the start, when it's like, there are many stories and legends about the, mm-hmm. the wall. Mm-hmm. This is one of the legends. Mm-hmm. And you were immediately like, all right, good enough for me. <laughs> Literally what I said, good enough for me. <laughs> It was like the one of the few redeeming things about this movie. <laughs> well, I, I thought that was a very nice way of doing it. Like, hey guys, this is a fairy tale, and and I, I don't know if the marketing did a poor job of this, but the trailers for this just show shots of uh, re- shadows and and sort of strange things coming out of the mist and stuff. You you don't actually most people when I tell them that this is a monster movie, they're completely shocked. They they had like the, the no marketing idea. did not sell this as a monster movie most people think of it as some bland looking historical epic thing yeah i um so so i in, i enjoyed this film for what it i thought it was which was just an escape with ridiculous stuff happening on screen uh it had it was very hollow there was like nothing in it none of the main characters except for pedro pascal's character had any sort of depth to them and all of their lines were delivered in such a wooden manner. Like, they they were all just plot points. But he seemed to be having fun in the movie. I which, feel like what... I, I don't... I don't know if I'm gonna... I'm, I think that what you're talking about is dialogue that was written by someone who's not an English native speaker. Probably. Like, it was just... It wasn't natural. It wasn't natural. Um... But Pedro Pascal had fun with it, and I enjoyed any scene that he was in because he has he just kind of exudes charisma. So I laughed a few times. I thought there was some cool visuals. Uh, I also laughed uh, later in the film when I thought things were absolutely absurd and ridiculous. So there were laughs all over the place for different reasons. I can't get over what the hell Matt Damon was doing with his accent. Yeah, that's that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, the. It, it, I think he's going for a John Wayne kind of thing, which could be kind of interesting. But he's he, also got a little bit of like an Irish. It's fucked bit up in there. He's he's putting a gruffness to his voice. You know what I could say? I just realized. I got it. <laughs> this movie is as bad as an insane clown posse song. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magnets! Wow! How do they work? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Right? Way to spin that. Right? <laughs> Dude, you, you, that, that one crashed and burned into a giant pile of manure, and, and you somehow like dusted it off, and it, <laughs> and it gleams brightly. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Kudos. Well done. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought this movie was completely acceptable. Um, <laughs> I, I don't hate it at all. I, okay. I, I, it's not good. Like, it's not a good movie. Um. 
Of course, we open on a shot of the Great Wall from space. I, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this myth, but it's complete nonsense that you could possibly see a 15-foot-wide... <laughs> like, who cares how long it is? <laughs> it's, why would you be able to see that from space? Are we idiots? Yeah, like, you can barely see mountain ranges. Can you see roads from space? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it depends who, what sort of spy satellite you have. <laughs> who's, who propagates this? Like, the Chinese government, I guess. Oh, they yeah, take maybe. Google away from you and they oh, tell shit. you this and shit. And they make up stuff about climate change. What the shit? And they tell you that... Oh, man. And they tell you that Nosy and his cronies are coming up the wall. Yeah, <laughs> these dragons are all nose, bros. Uh, how come the queen isn't? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like... So yeah, to, to Matt Matt to Matt Damon's accent, which is just the the, the main the the real monster of this film, uh, would be his his performance. Maybe it's not his archery though. His archery is on it's, point. It's very fine. He can catch a bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty he's, dope. He's also really good at throwing bladed shields that he's never once used in his life. So I'd like to point that he's, one out. He's Captain America. Yeah. Do you guys get the sense that he's just? He knows he's in a B-movie grindhouse kind of thing, and he's doing sort of his take on what um, what an English actor would do in one of these old, you know, sort of kung fu Asian import movies. You watch, like, something like Rumble in the Bronx right. or something. You watch these old kung fu movies, and then you see these, like, obviously, like, American or British actors, white actors who are, like, what is this guy doing? And they're dubbing their voiceover. And it's just the, the 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 don't speak ill of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, I know, right? Or Chuck Norris. Oh yeah, I forgot right? he was in those fighting in the uh, old Coliseum. It just usually this happens with American actors delivering these. There's almost like a different performance style that you would give in these types of movies, You're, like what Bill Murray is depicting in Lost in Translation. Yes, yes, like almost like a stereotype of what the white actor is supposed to be in i don't know i, I get no, I, I think you're directed a different way you certainly are you're, you're, you're used as a differently as an actor you, when you, you're playing when you're acting in that market yeah damon like probably did his performances maybe the way he would normally and was directed way. in a different way and, and don't, don't bring and up dragon slade i'm not don't speaking negatively here but this is in the same way as like we do it in the West, when you bring over Chinese, Japanese, Korean, any Asian actors get cast in movies and they're typecast, right? Like, they're going to know some kind of martial art, right? It's it's interesting, I guess, how much of this movie is in English, I guess. Did that, yeah. did that, guys, did that surprise you guys at all? Because I thought we were kind of 50-50 or maybe a little more. Well, but it's almost like 90% in, in English. What I'm curious is if this was 47 Ronin. Like, are there two versions of this where one is mostly Chinese hmm. and this is the international yeah, release I could version? Yeah, see this being very cut, likely. Cut down a lot. Uh, so, yeah, we, we start this off with cutting off the creature's arm. I, I thought it's kind of a decent little intro to this story. We get we ease into these weird fucking creatures um, and and that leads into getting caught and then discovering this battle. It didn't make sense, the beginning. Shout, no, out, no. shout, shout out to Pedro Pascal's character using a sham shear. You don't uh, like the scimitar? Shamwow? Yep. Shamwow! You don't see a, uh, like the Persian-style swords in a lot of uh, films, so I was kind of happy yeah. to see... I mean, he's an Italian guy, so he has to play a Persian or something. You know, oh, yeah, like well. you do. Um, 
No, but <laughs> so it doesn't you, make sense. You don't like that? No. So, like, was it flying or, like, it wasn't? It was just climbing behind him? Why was it by itself? None of these things are by themselves. It was, they said it's a scout. Oh, it was a scout. Okay. Because la- later in the film, good. there's there's two on their own doing a specific thing, right? So, so then he says, like, the magnet or something made it so that it was stationary, and that's why he got it. But <clears throat> it wasn't stationary. It was grabbing at him. And he like chopped it and kicked it and chopped it, and then I think, if it's so easy to chop through the skin, how come you have to shoot him only in the fucking eye? Yeah, I think his well, hand came off like it was made of butter because he was weakened by the old magnet. Well, I think the point there was the creature took out their friends no problem, and then when right, it, then right. when it lunged at them, Matt them, Damon's too badass. First of all, well, they were holding the magnet, so when it got close enough, it got fucked up, and so when they swung, it was already docile. I get that, but you're right. The sword slashing through their arm. Super easy. Which, but that, I guess, that doesn't still doesn't kill them, right? Because we, we, we see them taking he, like, their dead. falls off a cliff or something after? <clears throat> Is that what happened? Yeah, it falls off a cliff. We see them taking their dead back to wherever their lair it's is. dragging yeah. them yeah. away. You're so, right. I don't, yeah. Because they, they blow them up and stuff. I don't, what, I don't know. What, uh, what monster... I'm, I can't remember. I thought you guys could help me. And, and if you can't, then listeners, I help. You can help. Hope you can help. I, I know that the creature, the queen, resembled some creature I've seen before when it would go like, do the, like do the vibrating like antenna thing, antenna, tendony, like weird skin flap. Uh, that reminded me, I know that it reminded me of some creature. In, in a, maybe in a Guillermo del Toro joint. I, I think I'm onto something with you there. The Dibliothorus yeah, from Jurassic a, Park? Oh, no, it's an avatar creature, maybe. It's one of the weird, I don't know, things. Yeah. Help me out here. Um, yeah, I, I thought that the pacing of this movie, I thought, was actually half decent. I, I didn't think that... I, I was expecting a lot more lulls in the action. Like, as soon as Damon and his buddy Pedro, Pero, arrive at the, you know, castle on the wall... And they're like, you guys are traitors. What are you doing here? And it's like, well, we have an arm. Fuck you. <laughs> Study it. And they're like, we don't need your silly arm. We're fighting an entire, what? Like, I don't, I, I was expecting a lot more of just this dull, melodramatic bullshit. And, and we're into the battle pretty, immediately. pretty much immediately. Yeah, anytime. It, it is fast in that sense. Like, they're like, oh, how far away were you? Oh. They're here. They're here. We're and ready. They're like, we got to go to this other city. How far away is it? Oh, too late. I loved it, man. And then we just start the drum like bunga 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 bunga. Okay. The drum was the nunchuck. Sick. Yeah, when they're like, movie. okay, like we're, signal, yeah, close combat, and they're like different kinds of beats for the different. Awesome. And that's how you communicate across towers on the on the wall, I guess. Um, drumming is awesome. I mean, this this felt like I could see the vision here from like everyone on sort of the production team like they're kind of going for like a helms deep feature film right like that's kind of very large scale action like let's just get a cool wall and just like throw shit at it um i I, and it works because it's the the great wall of china i think this execution no thank you (laughs) no yeah yeah i i have a lot of questions most of it was just to look cool i get that but um the crane core. Yes, I have crane cores, but why? Why crane for two reasons? Why right? crane like 
the bird because it felt like Cirque du Soleil came on board and started designing why, some set why pieces. Why were you? Why would you bungee jump off of a wall? They were basically feeding these things because Cirque du Soleil. Well, yeah, but couldn't you just put the spears on bungees? Well, and then later in the film, they show the friggin' whirling blades that come out halfway awesome. up the wall. Fucking unreal. So yeah, if, the giant scissors that just chop awesome. the guys in half. If these crane corps are there to stop them from climbing the wall, why don't they just use these scissor things? And like, yeah, um, I, the crane corps make absolutely no sense, and 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 they only take out one beast at a time. You can only poke one dude, except, except for, for the commander who uses two. I got two spears, y'all. Yeah, you know she's badass. It because... just it seems, and they have all of the spears <clears throat> sort of attached to the post. It's it's very it seems very, and I just inefficient. Feel like if you know that these things are coming every sixty years, why don't you build just build the wall to have like an overhang or something like redesign like. This is there's also it doesn't work for me. Also, for for however many hundreds of years you've been doing this, or thousands, or whatever it was, you haven't shot a big bomb at the queen who just stands there. Yeah, you never thought about it. Like, or are I, these no. different queens? I'm sure. I'm sure the queen's guard, whatever those things are, those that, triceratop tents that put up the protective ill triceratops triceratops. So the <laughs> so I like the I like the idea behind that, but in execution their faces are still exposed to everything so because their necks just open up yeah they don't they're so, self-sacrificial so, so, well, tent ceratops so it's just how is, how is that gonna stop a friggin giant bomb that they launch at them because it bounces off didn't you see <laughs> um <laughs> you guys got to admit that the the colored armor is sick. It's super cool. Yeah, that was it Pur- did look wicked. I want to play that video game. Everything it, was impressive. Uh, like it looked What kind of scales is that made out of? Uh, I just love the yeah. dragon scales. <laughs> I just love the look of it. It does look like your those Playmobil <laughs> figures or something. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the, this the colors are fucking psychedelic and for no other reason than to just look cool, right? Well, yeah. Well, it it uh, diff- demarcated the different uh, regiments yeah. of the military. Of course. Obviously, so it, right? practically it made sense. Of course. It Ramming would... speed! Bunga, bada, bunga, yeah. bada, and because it, the, the, or, the nameless order, which is a super original name... Um, kind of cool, though. <laughs> is, is there to kind of skyrim Is there to save the world... Obviously, it's the best of the best for all their foot soldiers because they're all wearing this very elaborate armor. Like, really? I can see the commanders yeah. wearing the elaborate armor and then everyone just being in, like, more practical, functional black and red and blue. But, nope, everybody is in their Power Ranger suit. They all look and so tight, the, man. The, the Nameless Order also problematic when you think about how big the wall actually is because, like, everyone in China would know about the wall and the people that protect it so do they just all ever like the yeah, they're the, not really the name millions of people in china are just like oh you know the those guys yeah the, those colorful guys well, hey what what is their name again they don't they have don't one have the name those, they, the nameless order voldemort <laughs> um I, I wish we had more variety of these creatures. Like, give me some Starship Troopers kind of shit where you got, like, big creatures. Oh, and little I thought we were going to get I that. I totally did. Like, when the Queen's Guard showed up, I was like, oh, shit. Here Finally. we go. Here yeah. we go. And There's, that was it. And that was... Oh, they didn't do anything. They just... But, but we only have two kinds of creatures, They I just, guess. come at me, bro. That's all they did. 
Yeah, I, I wanted them to be a specialized ones. Like these are some weird tank bros. Or, you know, I, I don't know. They made they teased us that that was going to happen. So they can climb up the wall, but they can't climb up the mountains. Yeah, why don't they go around <laughs> or up and over? I thought they could. Fl- like I when 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 Matt Damon cuts the hand off it, I swear I thought it was flying. Flying. Yeah. No, so, it was just leaping. So for the first, I don't know how long, I was like, why don't these fucking things just fly over and then i realized i'm an idiot also it's magnets again fucking if they kill if they well if they kill the scout beyond the wall obviously they can get through in small numbers why wouldn't they just have a slow trickle through like hey it was a trick the whole time (laughs) so um yeah the tunnels this is going underneath these idiots um because we're smart but the whole magnet thing though to me is just the laziest worst um, how easy is that plot device like just I don't know a magnet that makes them well, dumb one I just one magnet I don't mind the magnet messing things up because you know it can magnetism can mess up a, a magnet again yes. we are talking about a specific well like, I don't mind sp- that idea I guess it in, interrupts the hive mind well in ex- communication what I don't like is the fucking hive mind trope that's been done to death yeah can we get over this one guys like even though they outnumber us and we're doomed we can take out the omega because we're the... smarter well just how lazy is that there's just oh there's one there's one creature or there's one thing that we have to go kill that will just conveniently shut off every single like we the matrix well, has done the, this this is the bug trope right i mean that this has been done to death and it's it's such a lazy way of getting all your all your plot lines sort of get a little get out of jail free card because you shut off the hive mind. So it's like, oh, every everybody who's in danger is good because we just killed this one thing. Well, for once, I want like uh, I'm a nerd, so I play 40k Games Workshop Warhammer 40k. They've got tier nids which are based on bugs and aliens. These are where the real nerds live, but, everybody. But and so they're controlled by the synapse creatures. But if they die doesn't stop the little ones from just going nuts berserk mode yeah <laughs> you're just unleashed you yeah. still have to contend with fifty thousand yeah. nosies that are on the top of your <laughs> when the pagoda. Uh, uh, yeah i don't want to spoil anything but when the dragons all tumble away from the pagoda they all just go like they're just <laughs> ragdoll like they're just stuck until they get bumped and then they're ragdoll and i'm thinking exactly this going why they're still fucking hungry like well, I don't... The, the, yeah, there's no, like, in- instinct that's just going to drive them without any higher function. They were all eating, and then they would go and regurgitate to the queen. So, the queen's dead. They're still hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. How long, how much does she need to eat? Yeah, this <laughs> creature doesn't actually make sense. We shouldn't ask too many questions. We should probably stop. <laughs> Or things might not make sense. <laughs> um, but to, 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 for, for me, like, despite all of this ridiculous shit, despite the really poor visual effects, which I think won't even hold up in... In 3D, you can get away with some garbage CGI, I think, because... Yeah, you can. Th- you know, you're not seeing that shitty 2D look, you know? Any, any stuff you see has that depth to it, so you're ignoring garbage cgi this thing is gonna look so bad on blu-ray or whatever on home video like 4k oh no this stuff's gonna look really bad but you know what it's not gonna look really bad because i'm never gonna watch it again no 
But despite all of that, despite the bad visual effects, see, despite the shitty dialogue... You're going to watch it again? No, but despite <laughs> despite the awful performances, despite the routine storyline, despite, despite the boilerplate fantasy elements... Despite... This, like, this movie's still better than Gods of Egypt and Warcraft put together. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, immediately after the credits started to roll, you turned to me, this movie is better than Gods of Egypt and Warcraft combined. And I agree. Uh... I was about to di- cut, jump in and disagree with you never watching it again. I'm sure you never will. But if it's on Netflix, I might just throw it on the TV <sighs> just to have on because it's. I think this is something. I it, think there's this is a weird. There's thing. better things to throw on. Put on Monster Hunt. I was no, oh, I was entertained by this. I d- did not like Monster Hunt at all. Oh, Dragon Blade. No man. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We've talked about House this. of Flying Daggers is way better. Although I think Monster Hunt was the uh I just didn't like the visual design. It's style. very childish. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, House of Flying Daggers is way better than this movie. Maybe Hero is way better. Well, Hero is um, also way better. Hero is like I don't even like Hero, but it's better than this oh i could i could uh maybe change your mind with the discussion of why it's an accurate depiction of legalism in oh china my, oh my god i'm falling asleep already oh. <laughs> you're so deflated there yeah. guys oh, oh no he def- i deflated him again we did that last week <laughs> we deflated him last week when you uh when you told him that walking dead sucks he, well, Walking Dead is sometimes really good, and then he, it, he ballooned. It's just got some massive peaks and valleys. <laughs> um, guys, throw some scores on Red. I really want to know how badly you're going to butcher this thing on the old. Maybe not as badly as you think. Okay. Um, I also laughed at certain times. I wanted to fist pump at certain times. I thought there was a good bromance at certain times. Um, I did enjoy the weird creatures, even though they were like oddly designed with their shoulder eyes and big nose yeah they, they were but i don't know i think i'm gonna give this movie a four and a no it's a five it's a jesus it's, what does your heart tell you yeah my heart's i I'm, i don't really want to listen to it it's pushing for a five it's a five then yeah five for me five out of ten for red wow yeah that's harsh but believable yeah, yeah i understand respectable 100 percent. i understand understandable that. yeah okay uh <laughs> see i find this inter- i found it entertaining i wasn't disappointed that i spent three dollars to see it damn you <laughs> i had a free pass but i had to pay the 3d uh differential because it's three bucks <laughs> i guess for 3d glasses <laughs> for one for each dimension Brutal. <laughs> um it's i was entertained it's a six out of ten for me yeah I'm at a six and a half. Ooh, ooh, and it's it's it, at one point it was a heavy six and a half, which I'm ashamed to admit. Don't be ashamed, man. If it speaks to you, it speaks to you. I thought you guys were. Uh, I'm okay. It didn't speak. It didn't speak to me at all. But um, and and, <laughs> and guys, Battleship is way better. Do you know what? I agree. I never thought <laughs> that I would ever speak. The praises of fist bump battleship, battleship. Yes. but in this case you're not wrong battleship is better i'd rather watch it uh that's our review of the great wall so it's it, in wide release in america now and it's bombing so in, in summary the plot makes no sense the characters are lifeless and wooden except for a couple of exceptions here and there but it somehow manages to be entertaining despite its 
ridiculously awful CGI. Yes. And throwaway plot. Well, and, and it's just, like I said, it's something, man. When are you going to see Matt Damon basically John Waning his ass through a $200 million Chinese yeah. monster movie? What was the budget on this? $200 million? I believe so. It's the most expensive Chinese movie ever made. Wow. Yeah. This would actually be a good study on uh, phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that'll do it. <laughs> It's in wide release now, everybody. Check out The Great Wall. See for yourself. This this is a thing. I'll just call it a thing. It I is want, definitely something. I want to know what people <laughs> this, think of this. This thing's fucked. Like, you, people are going to have really interesting takes yeah. on this movie. Yeah. Like, can you imagine what the provider would think of this movie? Uh, no. He would never. Well, he would probably comment on their... Uh, he wouldn't go see it because there's subtitles. Well, they're inefficient hunting uh, procedures. He would not understand why you would have to leave your tree stand like that on a strange bungee cord. Yeah, if you have black powder, why do you need spears? <laughs> um, so, guys, next week, we don't know what's going on. It could be Cure for Wellness, but that thing... I think we should. I think we should, too. I, I hope that it's some sort of cult classic that we're ahead of the curve on. Because we can say, we've reviewed that. News. Yeah, uh, that the, the, the like crazy viral marketing shit that people just don't even know this movie exists. People really frowned upon Fox for doing that, eh? They're like, you can't, uh, in, in today's culture of fake news, you can't fucking do that. That's no, wrong that's exactly and unethical. exactly what you should do. So for I, the record, they, they said that a man, one example was a man in Texas had like went into cardiac arrest watching the movie or something and uh, they're they're making up like a strange people go missing at a wellness clinic like they're making fake news up and fake news websites and yeah like real fake news about this as a as a marketing campaign for this movie I think which that's is a smart so way to good. do things yeah I, I think that's good on them I'm a little concerned that it's only a one percent difference from our great wall <laughs> yeah uh, on the old on the old RTs. Rotten Tomatoes yeah we're, we're we're kind of slogging through some so, shit right now dangerous territory but I, I think if we subjected ourselves to this we owe it to ourselves and our listeners to investigate the movie no one is seeing I know right the it, cure for wellness it's it's on the table heavily on the table what else Batman the Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Batman definitely a big option also pushing for that people are loving it yeah. Uh, I, was a huge, I was a huge fan of the Lego movie, so yeah, you you gotta love it. Um, and then another option could possibly be Get Out. That looks really interesting. Jordan Peele's directorial debut, a horror film about white people. Yeah, <coughs> it looks yeah nuts. Yeah, so I we don't watch this trailer. We don't know yet. Let us know. Verticalviewing at gmail dot com. Leave your votes. Uh, let us know what's up. Your thoughts and recommendations. Verticalviewing dot com. Hit it up. All 107 episodes of this show are available free of charge, included with a PayPal link that'll let you Dogecoin your ass uh, into donation world. <laughs> I'm not sure that sentence nice recovery. Sense. No, no. Um, yeah, I like to Dogecoin my ass but all over the interwebs. If you into wanna, donation world. But often I end up in donation world. If you want to help us offset the cost of seeing movies. We would appreciate it very like much. Like the Great Wall. It'll help us to put the Great Wall sprinkled on top of the lemon meringue internet pie. Oh, is there some going in your ear? And we will... Don't worry, we lubricate it up. Okay, I get you. And then we also have wet wipes to clean up after. <laughs> Go to verticalviewing.com, click the PayPal link, help us keep the show and the lights running. Uh, you we can couldn't go, do this in the dark. No, we couldn't. Power, You'd hear it. Power is required. 
you can also I, I need to be able to see your facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Doesn't work otherwise. Our show is available on uh, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iTunes. Check us out on iTunes. Five star reviews preferred. And your secret hamburger ingredient. Yeah, what do you put in your burgers? What cereal are you putting in your burger patty? Or Fucking what else? Insane. Other otherwise. Cocoa puffs. Yeah. Um if I can leave you listeners with one final thought. What? I think it's pretty obvious guys, where I'm going no, with this. You can't yet it's too soon. Because I want to know where people can find you on the internet, son. Oh, well do, do you do you do you think that other people want to know? Okay, fine. I'm at Jared. Underscore Sergeant. I'm at, at Jared underscore Sergeant. I'm at Michael Arlind on Twitter. Mm, I'm at Scott Wilson BC with two L's. How do you spell Scott with L's? Uh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show at Vertical Viewing on Twitter, at Vertical Viewing Podcast on Instagram. Nice. You got to know it. Uh, red. Yes. I was ahead of myself. You kind of, yeah. Because I had I'm this sorry. really good idea. Run with it. What run with it? it. What do you got? I think you guys might already know, though. In this movie, you kind of there was a particular um, crane core core <laughs> with a PS. <laughs> with yeah, yeah, that kind of co- the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> there was a particular core. What, what are corpse? Like what? Are, what? Are, what are corps exactly? Like a, it's a regiment okay, or something. Cool. It's like a military. Thing. And and they're they're moving in in some These direction. These ones right? wore blue, and when they were in operation, they would move in a specific orientation, and that is, so ladies and gentlemen, keeping the, it vertical. The vertical. So if you would please be like the crane corps, be like the crane corps, and keep it vertical. A little too easy, right? Just whatever a, just that a, means. Just avoid being eaten. Uh, but 